Welcome to episode 116 of the Civil Engineering Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping civil engineering professionals succeed in work and life. I'm your host, Anthony Fasano. I am a licensed professional engineer who practiced as a civil engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So since then, I've written a book called Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled the world helping engineers. And through this podcast, Myself and my co-host, Chris Knutson, try to bring you information that can help you succeed in every episode. I've also had the honor of authoring the American Society of Civil Engineers Careers and Leadership column for the past few years. Now, at the Engineering Management Institute, we believe that in order to be the best civil engineer you can be, you must consistently get better. Get better at your craft, your people skills, and as a leader. And that's why we publish this free podcast to help you do just that. Now, I've got a very special episode for you today that I filmed in Texas. I'll be speaking with Matthew Los, a licensed professional engineer who wrote a book that I believe will change the way engineers think forever, especially about their careers. Matt graduated from the University of Arkansas with a Bachelor's of Science in Civil Engineering with a minor in general business. He has worked in the civil engineering consulting field since 2012. He specializes in private development in Fort Worth, Texas. His projects include, but are not limited to, multifamily residential, retail, mixed-use, and office developments. And as a business minor at the Sam M. Walton College of Business at the U of A, Matt got a unique taste of the vast landscape of business, and this interest in business strategies has only increased since graduation and, of course, was manifested through the book, which I'll tell you more about in a moment. Now, before we get started... This is a free show, and our sponsors help us keep it free, so I ask you to please support them. And now I'd like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, PPI, by asking you to listen up later on in this podcast for my advice on how to advance your career in 2019. I'll be sharing info on where to find practical tips and time-tested resources for your civil engineering licensure exam. Don't miss it. All right, so real quick, I've got to set the scene for this episode So Matt Lowe's, he's a young engineer, which makes this whole project even more fascinating. But he wrote this book, and the book is called The Business of Engineering, and what it offers is a mindset and a framework to help the engineer of the future succeed. And real quick, and I mentioned this a little bit in the interview, but I'll say it again here because I hear from a lot of engineers through our podcast. I constantly get really nice messages on LinkedIn. Thanks for the podcast. Thanks for doing it. And this message that I received from Matt one day was, Hey, Anthony, I love your podcast. I wrote a book and I'm trying to figure out how to get it out there. What do you think? I said, send me a chapter and let me read it. Long story short, I read the whole book in a couple of days and I said, we need to publish that book because what I love about the book is that first of all, for such a young engineer to write a book on how to develop a business mindset for engineering, kind of how to think about all the business aspects of engineering is awesome. But what's even better about it is that there are books out there that can help you with business. But this book is practical, practical, practical. He literally gives frameworks in every chapter, steps to follow. And I'm a big believer that content has to be practical. And that's why we decided to publish this book and we're going to be doing it through a Kickstarter campaign, which is now live, which you can access by going to bizofengineering.com. That's B-I-Z of engineering.com. And if you've been a listener of the podcast for a while, not only do I highly recommend that you go to the campaign and grab a copy of the book, which we're going to be giving to not only the hard copy of the book, but we're going to be giving a PDF to everyone that supports the campaign. 
But we've also at EMI made several other awards available through this campaign so you can get a discounted ticket to our Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop. If you're a student, you can get our resume and interview course as one of the rewards. So check it out at bizofengineering.com. But before you do that, you can listen to Matt here with me talk through how he came up with the idea for this book, how he got it done, and a couple of the strategies that he offers in the book are in the interview that you're about to hear. Now, he's a little nervous in this interview, but I think he did a really good job, and I hope that you'll see the value in it. So now let's dive into our civil engineering conversation of the week. Civil Engineering Podcast. Civil Engineering Podcast. Anthony Fasano here from the Engineering Management Institute, and I'm thrilled to welcome Matt Lose onto the Civil Engineering Podcast. Matt, welcome. Thank you. So Matt's a civil engineer here in the Fort Worth area, but Matt, why don't you describe for our listeners a little bit about what you do as a civil engineer? Right, yeah. As a private site civil, uh, I basically handle everything five foot outside of a private development, so anything from retail to mixed use to multifamily. Okay, great. And I'm here with Matt because Matt, as a listener to the podcast, reached out to me a little while ago and said, Anthony, I wrote a book, believe it or not, it's called The Business of Engineering, which we're going to talk about in this interview. And he said, I want to kind of move the book forward. Can I let you take a look at it? I said, yeah, send me a chapter. I loved it. I said, send me another chapter. And now we're engaged in a Kickstarter campaign where EMI is going to be publishing the book, and I'm really excited about it. We're going to dive into that. So first things first, Matt, is the business of engineering is the title you came up for this book that you just decided to write. And, you know, Matt's a busy civil engineer like many of you listening or watching. And you must have really felt like you wanted to write this book. So tell the audience, frame it out. What does the business of engineering mean to you, at least? So when I first got the idea, literally something that had been going on in my head for a long time but it hit me at night right before bed like most good ideas and I got to a point where I just couldn't go to sleep it was I was writing the chapters in my head and the idea stems from the idea that as technology evolves over the coming fourth industrial revolution which we're currently in it's going to require the engineer the present and future to also evolve with it. We sure. can't can't utilize the same thinking and teaching that was has been taught for centuries. And uh, the engineer will have to become a better communicator, better manager, in order to basically communicate the technological advances to others. Yeah, I mean. I- I love the idea. I mean, when I, I read the book myself and I said, Matt, this is great. We got to get this out to more engineers. And it's exactly what Matt's saying, which is essentially what helped engineers to be successful up today, today is not the same skills and the same habits that we're going to need to be successful in the future. So how can we help engineers today to develop these kind of quote unquote business skills and different things that Matt talks about in the book? And He did a lot of research on this in terms of researching successful business people that have engineering backgrounds, which again, puts a lot of context to the book. And the other thing that he did in the book was he laid out some really good frameworks, which we'll get into a little bit, a six-step process for solving problems that Matt's kind of put together in his own experience has been helpful, five steps to kind of limiting technical errors or miscalculations and things like that. We'll dive into some of those. 
But it's one thing to get this idea in your head before bedtime that I have to write this book. It's another thing to actually write it. I mean, right. it's a big process to write a book. I mean, it, this is a good 200 or so page book. It just, you must have really just been inspired to keep going and doing it on a right. day in and day out basis. Right. It was multi year. I mean, we're, I'm probably about three and a half, four years into it. Okay. Just waking up early, writing a, a few paragraphs here, right. coming back, reading it. Day in, uh, day out, just trying to find some time. It uh, the idea of the book kept me going throughout, and trying to get that idea out to others. And it's not just the idea. What I love, I mean, we do a lot of content at EMI, obviously our podcast and everything else. So there's tons of content out there. But what I loved about the book and the reason that you know we wanted to publish it was because. It's an idea, but there's also frameworks within mm. the book to help people transfer the idea back to the job, back right. to your engineering job, which is important. I mean, you know, if you have a six-step problem-solving process that you can go through on a regular basis to make you maybe think a little bit different, that's valuable. Practical, yeah. Yeah, practical, practical. stuff that you could transfer things back to the job. So I think that that's valuable. The other thing I want to ask you, Matt, is you're a pretty young guy. You haven't been in engineering forever. You are licensed. Yes. You, you have responsibilities in your company. You've kind of moved up, done a great job there. I'm sure people are going to be thinking, well, young guy wrote this book. You know, where did all this experience in the book and everything come from? Was it just from your career and people? And Right. It's a mixture, really. It came from all of the great mentors I've had up to this point, as well as just doing research on my own. And then, obviously, my... Uh, real-world experience. While it's only about six years now, there's still a lot of practical experiences that came. I mean, I'm seeing the same thing that people that are well into their careers are seeing. So, If you read this book and you didn't know what Matt's experience level was, I think you'd probably think he was more experienced than he is in terms of years, at least. Mm. Um, because it feels like, I mean, you did a lot of research for you, had a lot of experiences, and that's obvious in the book, which is great. And so... Let's talk a little bit about some of these frameworks in the book. I really like these frameworks, like the six-step problem-solving process. And mm -hmm. what I want to focus on in that process is the first step. The first step, which is to identify the problem, right? right? Talk a little bit about that and the kind of the strategy that you give in the yeah. book, because engineers are dealing with problems every day. Civil engineers deal with very complex problems. And I feel like this is kind of one step that maybe a lot of people skip over. Yeah. Well, it, it can also, I mean, in the book, I mentioned that sometimes the result appears to be the problem when really there's a problem that caused that result. And digging deeper to find what really is causing that issue. In the book, I refer to maybe an engineering company that can't find work with a certain municipality. Well, is that because you don't have a firm in that city or what's the real issue? And it's asking those questions repeatedly, well, why is this? Why is right. that? And ultimately coming up with the root of the problem being not attending more events or not being present in that city. It's just digging deeper to find the root of the problem. Yeah, finding the root of the problem. And yeah, it was a good example, actually. It was. It was a firm that wasn't getting work in a city because they didn't have an office location in that city. Mm. So they weren't as local as some of the other companies. And by using this method and drilling down and asking why, 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 kind of the example showed that they identified that 
you know, they weren't attending enough networking events like other companies in the, in the municipality, and then they could start doing that, and that would hopefully try to solve this problem of them not getting enough work. And so, again, it's a six-step process that he lays out in the book, The Business of Engineering, and that's the first step, which is just to identify the problem. And, you know, when I read that, I really liked that because as an engineer myself, we're all dealing with problems. I mean, it doesn't even have to be engineering. It could be a personal problem, whatever the case may be. And if you don't get to the root of that problem, then, you know, you can't really solve the problem. Right. You can put a Band-Aid on it. You could try something right. that'll work here and there, but it's not going to solve that problem. So that's one example of a framework in this book that you can take and apply to improve yourself as an engineer overall. The other kind of process that I talked about was this five-step process, kind of like a checklist more or less mm-hmm. that you could take to limit technical errors. Listen, part of the business of engineering is providing high-quality plans so that companies continue to hire you and your firm. So what made you kind of think about that for the book? It's on everyone's mind. You're being told that the work needs to be done in a certain amount of time, and this goes for any engineering or any business, really. And it has to be accurate. So how do you balance the accuracy versus productivity, basically? And um, the idea came because it's such a common struggle, I feel like, with most engineers is trying to find that balance of accuracy and detail-orientedness versus productivity. I'm glad you put it in there because it is, I mean, I talk to a lot of engineering firms and you know, quality sometimes is an issue in terms of, you know, people missing things and errors occurring. And so, again, and this is, I think, something that you talk about in the book in general is having some good systems in place, right, right? to make sure that you don't have these types of problems or that you are cultivating the right habits in your Mm -hmm. career. And I found that to be pretty powerful. So how about just in general your goal with the book in terms of, I mean, it does sound like what you're aiming for is for people to really be able to use this stuff. Right. The goal is that... People, engineers, kind of shake off a stereotype that ultimately I think is detrimental to engineering as a whole is that an engineer, they have to be some type of stereotype before they become successful. Basically trying to find a way to cultivate some of these soft skills that aren't necessarily taught in schools today. Right and giving them some practical advice, practical experience to help move the needle, I guess, for engineers uh, to be pushed into that more uh, leadership role in not only their careers, but in society as well. Yeah, and it's great. And, and what I really liked about the book as well, and one of the reasons that you know, we wanted to publish it is because you know, we're constantly looking for tools and strategies to help engineers think differently to be innovative, right, and to move with all the technology and evolve, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And what Matt has kind of captured, I think, in this book is he's taken a lot of these business-related experiences or business skills or interpersonal skills, these different types of skill sets that engineers of the future will need, no doubt. And again, he's putting them into practical frameworks. So he's giving you examples from his research of why we kind of need to to do it, and then you're Mm -hmm. also giving frameworks of how we can do it. And I think that that's what makes for a good book or good content is when you say, listen, this is really important. This is why we need to do it. But, oh, by the way, here's what you can do to actually do it. Mm -hmm. There's lots of books out there that talk about all these skills and being a great leader. 
but they don't give you the practical steps, tools, strategies, frameworks to actually go and implement it in your career. And quite frankly, engineers are busy, so they don't have time to figure those frameworks out right now. Yeah. They want the framework to take it, apply it, and become a better overall engineer. And I believe that that's what Matt has done through this book, and that's why we're excited. We're running the Kickstarter campaign. Please consider supporting it. We've got some great rewards in there for engineers of all experience levels that couple the book along with some of EMI services. So if you're a student, you can get the book, and along with it, you can get our resume and interview course. If you're a manager, you can get our accelerator course with the book. If you are a high-level manager, you can get bundles of the book and hand them out to your uh, recent graduates, younger engineers. So it's, But it's not about the book. It's about right. the philosophy, which is what Matt and I, in our conversations, we continue to think about is civil engineers, all engineers, if they adopt this business of engineering mindset, it can really change the way they, they do engineering. Right. And that's what we're excited about. So again, Matt Lowe's, he's the author of the business of engineering. Um, Matt's going to stick with us here. We're going to put him on the hot seat for a minute here, the civil engineering hot seat. A couple more questions. Civil Engineering Podcast. Civil Engineering Podcast. Now it's time for our civil engineering hot seat segment with civil engineer Matthew Lowe's, author of The Business of Engineering. Today's hot seat segment is brought to you by our sponsor, PPI. Do you feel stuck in your job? Not sure how to move forward? All of us have been there at one point. One surefire way to move up in your career is to get your civil engineering license. The best place to gather info on licensure and pick from multiple print and digital review options is PPI2Pass.com. PPI has helped over 4 million engineers pass their licensure exam and become leaders in their fields. They offer licensure exam prep for the FE Civil, PE Civil, and SE exams. So no matter where you are on your path to career advancement, you can count on PPI support. Take the first step towards making 2019 a great year for you professionally and check out everything PPI offers to make your journey to engineering licensure as smooth as possible. Save 15% when you use code EMI15 at checkout. Visit ppi2pass.com to find essential licensure exam prep books, digital review, and helpful tips and advice. That's PPI, the number two, pass.com. All right, we're back with Matt Lowe's here on the Civil Engineering Podcast. Again, we're running a Kickstarter campaign together. EMI is going to be publishing Matt's book, The Business of Engineering. You can check out the campaign at bizofengineering.com. There's some great rewards. Please take advantage of it. It's a short time frame, but I know you're going to love the content of this book if you're a fan of this podcast. All right, so are you ready for the hot seat, Matt? I guess so. I'm ready as I'll ever be. Let's yeah. do this. All right. So the first question is, are there any specific rituals that you practice every day? For example, do you have a specific morning routine or something you do at lunch or something that you do regularly that helps to contribute to your success? Yeah. I enjoy physical activity. And so every morning I work out pretty much religiously. It's a way to clear my mind for the day. It really gets me going, gets the blood moving. And uh, I can't get rid of that routine. Right. So <laughs> it's with me to stay. Before yes. work every morning. Yes, sir. Okay. First thing in the morning. Right. And um, I'd say that's my... Is that weights or running or combo? or A little combo, a little combo. yeah. Good. It's a great stress reliever. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> In a business is. like this, it's and great. Probably a good way to start the day and get sure. things going. Second question, what is one book that you recommend to engineers regularly or just one book that you found to be extremely helpful in your own personal or professional development? My go-to, but this isn't really engineering 
related, but uh, it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. Yeah, any book works. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's... Robert Kiyosaki. Yes, sir. It's uh, It kind of gives me a perspective that I wasn't... Uh, you don't often get in uh, engineering school. Yeah. <laughs> a business perspective, that is. Yes. Yeah, it's a business perspective. It's a good book. And I read it actually not too long ago myself for the first time after I keep yeah. hearing about it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> finally read it and it, it is a really good book and it's not like overly complex right it's no. kind of like spend less money than you make more or less but more or less yes. but i mean he does go into detail in it and talk about a lot of things that were very helpful but again that's what happens when you think about books and again as i mentioned matt wrote the book the business of engineering that we're going to be publishing it's like when you read a book there's always like those one the big takeaway yeah right and that's what you right. always remember about the book mm-hmm. And so like Rich Dad, Poor Dad for me, what I remember is, you know, stay clear of debt, you know, yeah. in terms of like cars and, you know. Bad debt, yeah. Yeah, bad debt. Yeah. Expensive houses that you don't right. need and things of that nature, which is really good advice that a lot of Americans don't follow, right. which is a whole other podcast episode. But again, that's one of the reasons that we really jumped at Matt's book was because, again, it's about taking an idea and then implementing it, right? So like when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I, I made some just fundamental financial strategy changes for me right right? and that's i think what you any kind of content you develop i think that's what you want to do oh yeah definitely is leave something for people to take and act on all right two more questions here for you matt first one is you've had several probably managers in your engineering career and i'm not asking you to name someone specifically (laughs) but if you think of one of your favorite managers that you've had someone that you would say would be like your best manager what is the reason that they're your favorite like, what is something that they did that you liked a lot or something yeah. that made them say, you know, that was a great manager? Right. Respect is big. When you first start out, you don't know a whole lot right. getting into the field. So having somebody that respects, shows respect to somebody that, that doesn't know a whole lot and realizes where they've been kind of goes along with empathy, but understands what it's like. Yep. I think that was big starting out. Just having a healthy respect. Having someone respect you at such right. a young age right. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's great. All right. So last question on the hot seat here. If you were to get into an elevator with a civil engineer yeah. and you had about 30 seconds with him or her to give some sound career advice, what would you say to that person? Besides read the business. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's all there. I would say, obviously, show respect to everyone you're dealing with. Have integrity goes along with respect but it goes a long way in your career in your personal professional career it goes a long way is to be to be somebody with integrity to be trustworthy mm-hmm. it's a reputation that's, yeah that's something that uh, is tough to gain if you lose right so good advice right. that's great all right so again here with Matt Lewis. Matt's a civil engineer, and he wrote the book, The Business of Engineering. And I read a couple chapters and said, you know, send me the whole book, and, and we love it, and we want to publish it. And I hope that you'll consider going to bizofengineering.com. It's a Kickstarter campaign. The rewards are crafted just for you as an engineer. We have rewards for every level of engineers. And it's really more than a book. I think it's a philosophy that Matt and I both think is what engineers will need to adopt to be successful in the future. Because, you know, going forward with complex projects and technology and all evolution that's continuing to go 
more faster and faster and faster. You need to be ready for that. You need to be thinking in different ways. You need to be developing different skills. And I believe that the business of engineering philosophy, which is in the book and the framework in the book can really, really help you to do that. So Matt, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the Civil Engineering Podcast. And uh, we wish you all the best with the book. All right. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Matt Los. I ask you please to visit bizofengineering.com. That's B-I-Z of engineering.com. And please support the Kickstarter campaign. You've been a listener to this podcast, and I hope that you appreciate good content. I certainly do. We've published over 300 podcast episodes. And believe me, we would not be taking the time to publish a book, which is a lot of work, unless I thought that this book was dynamite in helping engineers become more well-rounded and being able to achieve all the goals they want to achieve. Again, what I love about what Matt's done in this book is it's not only a book, it's a mindset and a framework to help the engineer of the future succeed. What helped engineers to be successful up to today with all the new technology will not help us to be successful going forward. However, if you apply some of Matt's strategies from his book, you will be successful, more successful than most engineers. And remember, it's not only the book that you can get if you visit the Kickstarter campaign page at bizofengineering.com. But if you're an engineering student, you can get access to our resume and interview course with the book. That's one of the rewards. If you're a younger engineer, you can get access to our goal-setting and decision-making course with the book. That's another reward. If you're an engineering manager, you can get access to our Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop with the book as a reward. And we even have options for companies. This book would make an awesome gift for interns. And if you have 100 interns in your company... We have rewards where companies can get 100 copies of the book, and I will do a webinar for their interns as part of the reward. So please, again, check it out at bizofengineering.com, and please, please support it. You've been a great supporter of the podcast, and I want to bring you this mindset from Matt because I know it's going to help you. So once again, thanks for all of your support. As always, you could check out all past episodes of the podcast at civilengineeringpodcast.com. And until next time, I wish you the best in all of your civil engineering career endeavors. Thank you for listening to the Civil Engineering Podcast. Be sure to visit civilengineeringpodcast.com where you can listen to past episodes and also submit your project to be featured on the show. We also invite you to visit our main website at engineeringcareercoach.com and download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also help to develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success. 